small village in the United Kingdom, which from a distance seems peaceful and inviting, the kind of place you might like to live in. But take a closer look, and you will find this is a village in crisis. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of A Village in Crisis with Lee Phillips and Neil McDermott. Apologies that it's out a bit late again, but we've had a few technical issues and me and Lee are very busy and important people. Lee, just how important are you? Um, I'm so important that I don't consider anybody else's needs or wants to be of any significance. Well, that honesty is the best That sounded answer. rehearsed, that answer, but it, it, it literally just sort of, I could feel information leaking from my heart. That's how sort of real that comment was. Yeah. And, I'm a very selfish can, person. I can confirm that wasn't um, rehearsed, and I can confirm that Lee is a very selfish person. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he's pouring his heart out here. He's sharing information with, with you, the listeners. Well, it wasn't intended. It was just the fact that, you know, you asked me and I, yeah. I do, yeah, whatever. <laughs> sometimes you just catch people, don't you? When they've got their guard down, sometimes you just catch them at the right at the right time. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to think, this is, do you ever give any consideration to what other people are thinking of you, i.e. the listeners? Because when I'm recording, like, this is, that was just a sort of like, sort of crack in the armor like you said like a little bit a glint of light came in because i see this as just a conversation between me and you with a microphone in front of me yeah and a laptop but when you when i said that i for a split second i thought what would people think of me when i say that i think maybe they just applaud my honesty yeah perhaps they would but i've I've met someone recently and I, i won't go into detail as to the whereabouts but i've met someone recently that straight away i met them and i thought i don't fucking like you but i know (laughs) also it's one of those times where i know they don't like me you know sometimes you just have that absolute personality clash yeah yeah. you and me do not like each other and it's because usually you can get on with most people can't you but you know sometimes you think i'm not even going to fucking bother with you straight away (laughs) no don't like you is there uh can you not give any I know you said you wouldn't, but can you not give a little bit of backstory to this? A little put a bit, a bit of meat on the bones. A bit of meat on the bones, maybe in a couple of weeks. Okay, I hear what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, on the other hand, am making friends left, right, and centre at the restaurant where I'm working. Right. Um, however, they all seem to be sort of around 22, 23 years of age. On your level um there's a christmas calendar in the restaurant on the shelf and a couple of the young lads who who are sort of bus boys they it's a chili chocolate uh calendar right then you have i don't know if you've seen them or have them in england no but i can kind of work out what it is it's a calendar that's got chili flavored chocolate yeah yeah yeah. and there's different strengths of chocolate and there's a i think there's like two or three in there with warnings on them <laughs> and this uh 
this young lad Samuel he's putting up videos every evening and different people from the restaurant be it a head waiter or a manager or a chef or a busboy whatever waitress yeah they're all trying like they're again picked out now it's your turn to try one and then they get filmed and then on uh, Saturday evening we were quite busy and I went do you know what I feel like it's my turn to be on on camera and have right. this posted to the restaurant WhatsApp group. <laughs> and um, they gave me my chocolate. They were filming it. And the chocolate I had can only be described as incredibly, incredibly hot. And <laughs> I got one of the two or three windows on this Christmas calendar that had a skull and crossbones behind it. And it was a California Reaper. Oof. Now, I've heard of California Reapers, but I've never tried anything like it. Yeah. And I genuinely, like prickles of sweat, started beading on my forehead instantly. I couldn't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> like genuinely, like was I was coughing and I thought, this is it. This is it. I'm having an allergic reaction to this. I'm going to die. And I was sort of wheezing away. And this head waitress, she come in and said, what are you doing out here? Why haven't you taken payment from blah, blah, blah table? And then she looked at me and she went, oh, God, you're in here with the kids. Uh, flexing. <laughs> <laughs> How pathetic. And then she turned her back on me and walked off. Oh, no. Yeah. What I love about this as well is that you're like, yeah, I'm making friends. Somehow these kids have manipulated the situation to give the old man the hot chocolate, the, the spicy chocolate. <laughs> and you're you in there that, thinking, oh, I'm look. mates with these kids. I'm down with these kids. And they are oh, absolutely yeah. crucifying you. So they're taking yeah. the piss out of you. Yeah, and I know, of course they are. And I know they are. And I, no, listen, I'm not falling for it because I turn around and I don't know whether I was supposed to see. I'd like to think that they let me in on the joke, but they'd opened up <laughs> the uh, window for the 17th. And Saturday was the 16th. So they must have known. <laughs> gone across oh, no. <laughs> and I've worked really hard the last few months of being there not to fall into this trap of hanging with the young'uns. Yeah. Having said that, when we did have our Christmas party, um, the two young'uns I'm talking about did come and sit down at the table with me and uh, a, a good friend of mine, Alvar. And, and tied, your, tied of... your shoelaces together? <laughs> no <laughs> they uh we were six people at a table and four of us were over the age of 40 and these two young 20 year old lads come and said can we come and sit with you guys is there nowhere so, else to sit <laughs> no there were plenty but you know it was a very cock heavy restaurant so i don't think it was a case of they just found us uh, the most enjoyable to be with for one Sausage reason or another yeah uh, yeah, then. California oh, Reaper. Hold on a second. Reaper. My front door's just opened and I'm a bit surprised by that because I'm here and I'm not expecting that to happen. One minute. Okay. Now, if Neil has gone downstairs and somebody has opened the door, broken in, and we hear a kerfuffle downstairs, I do not expect Neil to come out of this in a positive way. He's back, so it wasn't a bird. He's got me real bad. Will you help me, man? He's got me real bad. I'm bleeding out, man. I'm bleeding out. Help me. Okay, this isn't working for me. No, okay, it's my wife. All right. 
so to summarize you are being bullied by younger people at work and um I'm not, being I'm not being bullied. I'm not being bullied. No, what's happened is I've been on. I've, I've found myself on the other side of the fence where I'm the one being fed the hot chocolates. <laughs> hot yeah. Chocolate. <laughs> hot chocolate. And uh, I'm not the one dishing out the hot chocolates. But, yeah. you know, I keep myself separated from them as best I can in terms of I'm not trying to get too chummy. No, you're not in there talking sneakers with them no but i do have one of them does come up to me and we'll we'll play the little game of uh check out table 25 oh no yeah which i don't have a problem with okay i mentioned to you last week didn't i that i'd I'd set up a village in crisis facebook page and joined loads of, of village pages yeah um so i thought that we could do a kind of overarching look at what's going on out there in the communities um today but obviously before we move on i think you'll want an update on lottie the cat won't you i've completely forgotten about lottie the cat but hit me tell me what's going on with her well you know how the police always keep an eye out for the murderer returning to the scene of the crime and giving interviews yeah um what do you what do you make of this post um, I've said it's from Sharon Suspect. Just a thought, re Lottie. After yesterday and walking around the village, everyone I spoke to is aware and keeping an eye out for Lottie. Even farmers are looking in barns daily. Now, this is the this is the suspect part, in my opinion. I am just wondering if some person with good intentions took Lottie in and are looking after her and have fallen in love. If you have, thank you for doing so. But she needs to go to her family who are missing her desperately and want her home for Christmas. If someone has got her, please remember, if not now, at some point she will need the vets. And they obviously know she is missing and more importantly, chipped. So no dispute who she belongs to. (laughs) Doesn't that read like, you know, you know, when it's met, you go, it's the dad. (laughs) That reads like... um... Annie Wilkes from Misery. <laughs> Only instead of finding Paul Sheldon, the author, in a snowdrift and his Camaro, she's found Lottie the cat. Yeah. On it's the side the, of the road. It's the dad. Like, <laughs> there's a press conference on. It, it's him. It's him. Nailed on. Nailed 100%, on. 100%, yeah. Now, I, I agree. I think that it's definitely got a, um, <laughs> a ring of truth about what you're saying there. She's she's nabbed that cat. She's a cat nabber. Yeah. I'm just wondering if some person with good intentions took Lottie in and are looking after her and have fallen in love. Or maybe the cats accidentally died in their care and now they don't know what to do with the body. (laughs) (laughs) And she's digging through the cat, like literally opening up with a scalpel to take that chip out. Where would they put that? Where do they put the mess of a cat on on the fucking on the work surface at home it's going no it's not in the spinal area no i have to go through the stomach just go into the shop to buy a real strong magnet to try and work out oh god <laughs> <laughs> we try and do this while you're living but you know it might not work out yeah this, 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 we could have a problem here oh, um god, that's funny. this search is relying heavily on goodwill i've seen there's a missing cat in the next village and the owners have put up a thousand pound reward for it 
thousand pounds. Yeah. Fuck me. When I was a kid, this, I mean, I don't remember this, but I was told this story that we had a cat, a black and white thing called Lickety. Lickety? Lickety, yeah, yeah. Uh I didn't come up with it, obviously. But anyway, the cat's name was Lickety. Lickety got hit by a car and broke her leg. Right. Hind legs. So Lickety wasn't very quickety? No. And we were going on holiday, but the choice was get the cat fixed for like 250 quid yeah or go on holiday or cancel the holiday if we if we didn't yeah and depending on whether you ask my mum or my dad right <laughs> my mum was like there was no choice we, we were going to cancel the holiday but if you ask my dad he was looking at the cat with side eye yeah uh, but fortunately my nan and granddad stepped in and paid for the cat to be fixed but a thousand pounds. Yeah. What would two hundred and fifty quid be worth from the eighties now? A couple of thousand. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, that's the sort of cost you're looking at. Would you be paying a thousand quid to get your cat back? A reward. A reward. Uh, see what you're. You're assuming there that if someone finds it, they're not going to tell you unless they're incentivized. Most people, if you. If there's a missing cat and they see the cat, they're going to let you know. You're, you're actually yeah. just chucking a grand away there to someone that would probably have told you anyway. I suppose, though, if you love that cat as much as a person who's willing to offer a thousand quid is, then, you know, values relative to desire. Your, yeah. But what I thought was I might go out looking for Lottie. Mm-hmm. Try and find Lottie instead of giving Lottie back to the owner in my village. Go and say to this person that's offering a grand for their cat, look, 300, you can have this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly a nice cat. Everyone's banging on about what a lovely cat it is. 300 quid. Am I am I being ignorant now when I when I think of a cat as being chipped? Yeah. What's the chip for? It's so if it's found and take it to the vet, they scan it and they know who its owners are. Why is nobody GPSing on these chips? Well, I think you've you just come up. Fucking, you could have an app and you could yeah. see exactly where your cat is. Dead or alive. You've, just come up, you've just come up with a business plan that I wish you hadn't gone public with. But thankfully, I no don't know how many of our listeners... <laughs> I've got that entrepreneurial spirit to go and uh, do it. No, but you can you can buy a GPS uh, tag like to put on collars of cats and dogs. Yeah. I mean, if your cat's been nicked or, you know, you find a cat that you think, well, oh, actually, I'll have a bit of that. Then you just take the collar off and throw it away. Yeah. But the idea would be that when you chip your cat, you just have the option of paying that little bit extra and having the GPS yeah. uh, tracker set in there. Yeah. And then you have a downloaded app. And it just shows you where it is. I mean, it's not difficult, I imagine. Yeah, like the app could be like findpussy.com. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see if anyone's got that. <laughs> if Pussy Hunter. App, <laughs> pussyhunter.com. Well, that's dogging, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and the other one's not. Obviously, that's just looking for 
feline animals. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you want another recent breaking story from around here? I do. I do indeed. With this one, I thought we could play a little game with this one because lots oh, like of people it. have come in with with comedy responses. Mm. Uh, so I thought we could play guess the amount of likes. So I'm going to read the response and then you tell me how many likes it got. OK. Um, in Is the meantime, are you looking up whether there's an app associated to chips in cats? No, I'm not. Uh, you can do it yeah, afterwards. I, I might do. I've got way too much on my plate to be starting something else I'm not going to finish. <laughs> Uh, right, this post is from Peter Pigwatch. Just seen a pig run across the crossroads. If anyone is missing one, six likes, twenty-nine. Mm. But I think that's quite an interesting comment. Um, anyway, Jane Joker comes in first. To respond. I was jogging actually. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Jane Jogger has a profile picture and she looks like a fucking perfect tent model. Because <laughs> that'd uh, be really, really sad if she was a proper uh, unattractive uh, big unit of a woman. But her self-esteem is so low that the humour she uses is a deflection over <laughs> the self-depreciation. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know where to start on that one. Uh, you liked it though, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, it's good. But at the same time, uh, I'd want it from a, an attractive looking lady. Well, if, you don't want. Someone, I don't want, don't want someone no, beating be, themselves up. No, it'd be too too depressing. Straight away as well. Like they've responded straight away. Almost their self esteem's so low, they thought, well, I'd better put this on before someone tags me. <laughs> I don't think anyone's that cruel to, to tag a person, surely. <laughs> You've really got to hate a person. And also, that person's got to be such an arsehole for you to be able to to tag them and get away with it. Yeah. Or you, you're such an arsehole you don't get. Yeah, it's very... Way, that, like, there's an arsehole involved in this, in that manoeuvre. <laughs> How many but, likes do you reckon? Well, if the first one got 29... Yeah. I mean, in my world, that's got 106 likes. Yeah, I I think it's undervalued 34. That's a shame. Yeah. Yeah. And someone who's that's clearly... A of a... Comment. Do you know, what's the name of that Canadian? Um, uh, Michael Bublé? No, <laughs> the female <laughs> uh, comedian. Oh, uh, yeah, Catherine Ryan. Catherine Ryan, she could say something like that. Yeah. And that would be solid material. But again... She's she's attractive, isn't she? Yeah, well, I think Catherine Ryan's quite divisive, isn't isn't she? Some people aren't a big fan. I like her a lot. I like her a lot. I think she's really funny. I read her book and her story's very interesting. I'm now um, I'm now Facebook snooping for your um, info, Jane Jogger's uh, Facebook page, just to see what we're working with here. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it seems quite attractive, I'd say. Screenshot and send it to me. Will do. <laughs> do it now. Do... Oh, okay. Hold on. I'll take a photo. 
Is this somebody from the village? I presume so. You don't know who it is? No, I'm not some absolute wrong and I'm not going around like Vic Reeves and Bob Mortimer and what was it called? Rubbing my legs and going, whoa, people. Do you remember that? <laughs> Shooting stars. Okay. Right. Have you sent it to me? Yeah, it's a really bad quality picture, but I think you'll get the gist anyway. I probably worked with worse. <laughs> uh, hold on. Right, it's coming through on WhatsApp now. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so she's good. <laughs> I'd say this is an all-time low for this podcast. <laughs> she, she, that's exactly what I was hoping it would look like. It, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what she, I was hoping she would look like. Yeah, so Not attractive it. enough to have a joke at herself. Like, yeah, but also good. nobody go, oh, there's no, yeah, she's not seeking attention there. She's just being funny. Yeah. That's what I was hoping for. Okay, I don't feel good. bad about yeah. anybody. I mean, she could still have low self-esteem. We don't know. All right. I'll message her later and find out. If... Okay, you do that. Okay. Yeah, only 34 likes anyway for that. Um, with absolute humdinger of a joke, I'd say, which is disappointing. Mm. Uh, next person comes in. Uh, hold on. I've lost my page. Live Christmas comes in. Did it have a blanket? Oh, that's terrible. Mm. What do you reckon? That's How many? Terrible. Well, now I've got a baseline to work from. Eight. Twenty-seven. Fuck. Off. Only seven fewer than Jane Joker. That's awful. That just says so much about people in general. Peter Pigwatch responds and says, no blanket, ran into the trees on the corner. I think there's a power substation there. So in comes Paul Pub Snacks. Um, <laughs> sounds like it could be pork scratchings then. Mm. Well, God, I imagine that's 45. Two. Two. <laughs> oh, thank God for that. Oh, Simon's... God, the belief in the community is restored. <laughs> Simon Sausage responds, all bangers. Better. Four? None. <laughs> Hilda Hilarious decides this is the time to get involved in the conversation. Could be a wild one on holiday from the Forest of Dean. Come to soak up the Cambridgeshire atmosphere. Put God, the keyboard what away. One absolutely mumsy comment. Yeah. Oh, behave. Um, well, I don't know. The community might be proud of their Cambridgeshire, you know. Oh. 16. Zero. And absolute oh. just, absolute yeah. justice for Hilda there. Yeah. Because that is shit. Could be a while yeah, I mean, on holidays. Is, I'm not, I'm not, when I'm guessing, I'm not guessing off what I think they deserve. I'm guessing, of, like, I'm trying to prejudge yeah. the, the audience. Yeah. It's difficult. This is difficult. Vicky Veggie, bid for freedom, 
Question mark, question mark. Is that some reference to something I don't understand? Well, like it's a pig trying to escape being slaughtered, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't want to guess. Okay. I'll just I'll just keep telling you the bangers, shall I? Hey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and the extra grind comes in. Did it run a red light? Was it doing less than twenty miles an hour? Mm. One like. Lenny local. How to say you live in the village without saying you live in the village? Oh. Yeah. Mm. People. There's with real pride in his voice as well. Yeah. Yeah, he got yeah. five likes for that. Um, I thought this Gary good effort. I've called this guy. I just rang the RSPCA about the pig, but there was crackling on the line. Ah, oh, clever. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I liked that. And you got yeah, eight like likes. That. That's, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. What's the weirdest thing you've seen in the road? Oh, that's a very good question. The weirdest. Like not dead. The weirdest thing I've seen in the road. I saw a weasel in my back garden. That's not what I asked. Mm, okay, weirdest thing I've seen in the road. Can I throw that question back to you while I think about it? No, because. Mine would be probably quite boring. I don't think I've seen anything particular. Oh, moose. Oh, that's interesting. Not weird. Yeah. I mean, weird. No, it's scary because they're big, massive things, right? And it was galloping along and it had like two baby moose behind it. Right. Mice. And they were. Huh? <laughs> Mice. <laughs> two baby mice. <laughs> And they were they were running parallel to the main road. Right. And I'm driving along and I'm thinking, this is scary. And they must have been doing about 40 kilometers an hour. Right. And then out of nowhere, they just, well, not out of nowhere because I saw them. But uh, in an instant, they just veered at a, uh, what do you say, right angle in front of the car. And just went galloping in front, across the road into the field to the left. And did you think that's the weirdest thing I've ever seen on the on the road? Well, we're the road's going through a massive, you know, nature area, so it's not too weird. We're in their environment. Yeah, I can't think of too much. I had a deer, a stag, jump out at me once with its head down when I was out running in the woods. That scared <laughs> the fucking life out of me. Didn't you have one bark at you as well that time we went hunting, but you and I weren't given guns? Yeah, yeah, that was a moose. Uh. Was it? No, it wasn't a moose. That was a deer as well uh, with antler, big antlers. It came over and they sound like dogs barking. Yeah. No one believes me until you actually play a YouTube video of a, a, a deer barking. They're like, oh, my God, I had no idea. And I went, well, I did try telling you. Belinda Bitter comes in. Sorry, that's my ex. I'll let his mother know. <laughs> <laughs> only four wish, likes for that yeah and no, that's a shame i would have given her like um oh so i assume that the, it would have been brilliant if that was like a side thread that we could have picked up on yeah when you yeah, came in and we fuck you you're the pig and then yeah. it just got into a real embattled bitter conversation to the side of this main thread and then the final post on this one was from rita random and Tell me if it make, makes any sense to you. 
because maybe I'm just missing a cultural like flag here. Could it be the Hogfather? Question mark. Was Susan riding Binky chasing after it with a raven on her shoulder? Hogfather, is that a reference to the Godfather? Yeah, but was Susan riding Binky chasing after it with a raven on her shoulder? I've no idea what that means. No, me neither. Well, actually, no, neither has anyone because that got no likes. God, that is too cryptic. Susan riding Binky chasing after it with a raven on her shoulder. I wonder if anyone, any of the listeners are going to know. If you know, listeners, let us know what Susan and Binky and the raven are. I'd just like to say that we've asked the listeners easier questions and they haven't responded. Yeah, but I think if you know this, you might be quite keen to get involved. OK. No Googling. You either know, I could Google it myself. You either know it or you don't know it. <laughs> Are you uh, talking to that one listener that we're both friends with? That is kind of directed at that listener, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'm going to give him a shout out. His name's Scott. Yeah, he is one of our number one fans. And he's a very good friend of ours from university. And he'll be listening to this. But Scott, you are a criminal for Googling the answer to something and rejigging it very loosely into what you would describe as your own words and palming it off as your own answer as if you're like, I don't know, some kind of trivial pursuit monster. You want to carry on or are you going to stop? (laughs) 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 We've got an opportunity just to tell Scott that we know. We know, Scott. I said we'd look at some of the community pages I've joined, didn't I? And I, I, I enjoyed this post from Tiverton. Um, to the resident that likes to reserve his space with cones, you live on a public road. Anyone has the right to park here. I will keep moving your cones to park, but please read up on the rules of the road. Please get a life. If you don't like people parking outside your house, then perhaps don't live next to a school. This post had 1,900 comments. Oh, yeah, well, it's it's such a, it's, it's a proper rant. Yeah, I'm going to read you. There, there's only one comment I'm reading in response. It's from Frank Fuckoff. Um, and this is the response. This is my house, and I can assure you that I have not put these cones there. They were put there by Southwest Water. I've complained to them several times about the leak and how long it has taken to fix it. I was told at one point that they came to fix it, but because the canes had been moved and someone was parked there, they couldn't fix it. It has been leaking for over a month now. So this dickhead is complaining about canes being there and they are moving them and parking. When all along, Southwest Water are trying to fix a leak there, but this person keeps moving the cones and parking. <laughs> how um, how far into the 1,900 comments did that new information come out? Well, the house owner. The search, it was the top one because it was on most relevant, and that's got 6.2 thousand likes. 
6.2 thousand likes yeah wow wow that's gone viral that has gone viral wow but what a way to out yourself as an absolute idiot i'll keep <coughs> moving your cones to park but please read up on the rules of the road uh yeah can you stop moving the cones because southwest water trying to fix a leak and you keep moving the cones and parking on top of it did anyone call him out on it they're all sorts like the original what, poster what was the, I, surely you i know you said you're only going to read out one comment but we got out of a comment there must be some abuse sent his way there was all sorts of abuse sent that person's way okay, the original what, what, poster got absolutely well, i haven't taken screenshots of it because 1900 comments is a lot of comments lee you know, if I know I'm going you, through, could have, you could have just picked cherry picked a few of the real the real nasty ones aimed his uh, way how about i distract you with another post this is from a place called hinstock village <laughs> all right it's a post from fiona fat mum urgent fiona fat mum okay. <laughs> urgent are there any strong people that can come to hatton road immediately and help me lift my mother-in-law who has fell and can't get up she can't bend her knees and is a larger lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine what have you ever seen a fat person, like a proper obese, overweight fat person fall and try to get up? Have Can't you ever seen up. that? Have you ever seen that? Have you ever been involved in that? No, no, I have. And it is equal parts hilarious and equal parts incredibly incredibly sad what i like about this post is that at the time of writing her fat mother-in-law mm. is prone on the floor and yeah. she's standing next to her on a mobile on facebook <laughs> saying can someone come and help me pick this unit up that wasn't lost on me <laughs> i was gonna i was gonna mention that i mean <laughs> but nothing surprises me anymore you hear about people crashing cars and texting and saying oh fuck i'll get back to you i just crashed into a car i yeah. killed a baby or something i don't know but um deal with the situation in hand <laughs> it would be quicker surely it would be quicker i don't know anything about this village or the road but to go and knock on the door or something and say we've got an issue over here it's big and heavy and i need your help i i mean uh, how many people are going to see the message? Yeah, that's what I was just trying to articulate. Drop yeah, everything and get out there. Yeah, I don't know the answer. Not many. Did anyone respond? There was 14 comments. I haven't got them on here, actually, so I'm hoping someone went and picked her up. Maybe um, she's still there now. On and the then finally, the we've, got a <laughs> we've got a thread from somewhere called Opford. Um, and I've gone for this because the admin messaged me and said, hi, thanks for your request to join Otford Village Hub. Can I ask your request in joining the group, please? Thanks. And I thought that's very polite. So I messaged, I responded and said, it's a shameless attempt to promote our comedy podcast that reviews the nonsense people complain about on local Facebook pages. No problem if you'd rather not have us join. And the admin said, Haha, very nice to get an honest response rather than the countless businesses pretending that they are local to our village. Welcome to the group. It does look Oy. quite accurate from what I've seen. So I thought, what an absolute legend. Yeah, proper um, bangers, eh? Yeah. <laughs> well done. Um, yeah, good, good admin. Uh, so I thought we'd do something 
from from the group. And then sometimes what I do when I'm looking for a story on a group, I just go to the search term and put in a word, like the search bar and put in a word and then see what it brings up. Mm. Um, so this time I went with bastard. <laughs> Stuck bastard in the search term, saw what, what came up. So this thread starts with uh, Willie Watcher. My partner and I are pretty sure we saw the guy who's been exposing himself this evening. He was walking towards the village about 6.30. We have been in contact with the police and they are going to send out patrols. OK, so there's a there's an expose. There's a, a willy exposer, a flasher, a flasher. Yeah. In this village. But, yeah. This Una village urgent, has a flasher problem. Yes. Una Urgent responds, he needs to be caught and soon. I know the police are being very proactive with this, as I spoke to the policeman yesterday, but he said by the time they get the call and get to where he was, he has gone. <laughs> so we have got a flasher who flashes and flees. I am always baffled by flashers. Well, the story, I've never seen a flasher, I don't think. But they're just the, the 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 whole concept of a flasher just baffles me. Yeah. Like the last thing I want to do is give my willy out, show no. people I don't know, in public, in a park. Uh, Nigel Norbed mm. comes into the thread, and this he's going to annoy you, and that's why I've called him Nigel Norbed. A week ago, there was a female exposing herself. Comments then were sympathetic, suggesting we should look out for her and that she needed professional care and help. So he's the kind of person who's going, if it, you know, the kind of person that would always go, if it was a bloke that did that, he'd be fucking locked up. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, he is a not bad, you're right. Uh, yeah, what a, a proper stroker. Pardon the pun. All right, bear with me a second. I've just got a call to take. Hold on. A village in crisis. Where have we got up to? I can't remember. Nigel uh, Nubbed. Nigel Nubbed, yeah. Okay. So in response to Nigel Nubbed comes in Clive Cryptic. And he says, Nigel that actually was not a female in the genetic form. What's that mean? It was a uh, a guy tucking his willy between his legs. I'm wondering if he's talking about a mangina, yeah. Yeah, if that's the case, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> For me, there's nothing better than the person doing a mangina. It makes me <laughs> laugh every time. <laughs> Nigel Nobed responds to Clive and says, what does that mean? And Clive says, uh, I'm not going to say on here, but think about it. I'm not being rude, by the way, to you. Mm-hmm. And Nigel Nobed says, if you're talking about the woman last week, I actually met her that night and know a little bit about her. I bet you do. Yeah, I bet you do, Nigel. And Clive Cryptic says, OK, fair dues. If anybody's going to know anything about a uh, female wrongen, a lady of the night, it's somebody called Nigel, right? Yeah, you know that's not his real name. 
<laughs> We're going to get there in the end on this. <laughs> that gets me every time. <laughs> okay. But I think I think it's going to be the kind of person that does say, "Well, if it's a bloke that did that, they are." Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, he's also the sort of person that says, "Best person for the job." That's that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Susan Sensecheck comes in. Assuming you're referring to the woman who was acting erratically with her top off, the two situations are not comparable. If a man had his top off, no one would even mention it, let alone be sympathetic. That was also an isolated incident that didn't include her jumping out at people and assaulting them. That's fair enough, isn't it? Yeah. Well, we know that. We don't need it read out to us, but, you know, for for balance and for argument's sake and just to highlight it i guess we it's worth bringing out there yeah don't understand don't understand i have a hard time understanding people that want to make everything you know male and female comparison yeah them and us them and us yeah yeah it, it is very much that this them and us attitude which is a bit scary yeah but uh, there are men out there that regardless of what they say actions and comments prove that they're either frightened or have some form of hate towards women. It's a bit scary. Mm. Claire Cavalry comes in. This guy's been hanging around outside the school and is exposed. (laughs) Is that your misstep there or? Well, I said hanging around. What what did you think? You said said hanging around. Oh, well, yeah, that I, I've i clearly misspoken. That's a shame. Mm. Don't worry, I can edit it out. The, mm. <laughs> this guy's been hanging around outside the school along. You actually said hanging around because you previously said hanging around. <laughs> You're going to edit and, that bit out, weren't you? OK, good. And has exposed himself to a parent who had her child with her. This is completely different. He's doing it in daylight, too. Also, if my memory serves me correctly, of a separate incident a year or so, again along the footpath between the golf courses, which I'm not sure they ever caught the man, is all rather worrying. These behaviours can escalate to more serious sex crimes, which as a woman and a parent is scary. Uh, I'm not sure if that's factually true. I'd, I'd imagine there's quite a lot of evidence behind it, though. What the people who expose themselves escalate to attacks? Maybe. I'm not saying that it's not, but doing it in front of kids is weird. It is really weird, yeah. Uh, Paula Pylon comes in, further to your point, actually. Try find a single case where a woman has exposed herself and followed it with a more serious and even fatal sexual attack. Of course, it's treated differently. Now, I can almost guarantee you could find a single case. <laughs> um, yeah, by definition of the law, as soon as she, if she, if, a, if you're looking for a female uh, case study, yeah, all she has to do is lay her hands on you for it to be considered assault. But we all know that's not what we're talking about now. No. Uh, 
Tina twists the knife comes in um, with a bit of a dig at Nigel Nobed. Nigel's comment stinks of male privilege. Yeah. Sarah's psychologist comes in. It's highly unlikely a female exposing herself would pose any risk in terms of progressing on to attack people. Unfortunately, evidence shows the same is not true of males who expose themselves. The risk is very different. True. So everyone's reading up on it a bit, or do you think they're just making unsubstantiated statements? I don't think people are reading up on it. I think they're just assuming, but assuming is correctly on this occasion. Um, and then the thread goes more as we, uh, I think, as you'd like it and we'd like it. Carol calls it. I can't believe he's still walking around. If I see him, I will tell him exactly what I think. Dirty little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> when we were kids, right? Hello, when, when I was a kid, um, living in this little town in Oxfordshire, down by the, down the local park, my nan, sometimes you get flashes down there, like proper yeah. old, old school uh, brown Mac flashes. Yeah. And my nan uh, always, I always remember the story she told about the flasher exposing himself to her. And she just stood there and said, go on then, show, show us what you got. <laughs> Get your, <laughs> just did the, um, what's the word? Throw it back at him. Yeah. Reverse psychologed it, psychologied him. And was just like, go on then, show us what you got. Go on, get your little, get your little worm out. Give it a little, give it a little wiggle for me. And that basically sort of took all the power away from him. It does feel a bit like our parents' generation had to deal with flashes more, didn't they? Like, it was a, online now, though, isn't it? Yeah, it was a more common, more common occurrence. And they did just kind of brush it off. Yeah, you dirty little bastard. Yeah. Have you ever sent a dick pic? No. You answered way too quickly. Well, I haven't. Oh, I don't know. That's my said something else. <laughs> have you ever tried to take a dick pic to send one? No. I have. And it's really like I find myself taking a picture, going like, well, that angle's not quite right. That's not showing showing what I've got in all its glory. But then I always find myself going, well, I'm not sending that, am I? Because <laughs> it's weird. Well, is this to one of the young waitresses at work? <laughs> no, of course not. There aren't any waitresses at where I work. It's all men. Right. No, if I was going to send it, it would have been to my wife. Right. Good. But just the taking of the photo, sending it to my wife, a loved one, somebody mm. that I'm in a committed relationship with, which I have respect for. But then just the actual like, oh, am I supposed to send this? This would just be weird. Yeah, in, unless unless there's a specific request come in, it's a very odd thing to do. And also then, how suspicious would you be of her if she said, "Send me a dick pic"? You'd think that's going that's that's going out. Other people are seeing this. If I send that, this is some kind of wind up. You've, I wouldn't think that of my wife. But, <laughs> no, I'd think it of your wife. <laughs> but if I was, <laughs> if I was, had a dick pic requested by yeah. anyone other than my wife, it'd be a straight no. Simply, simply, well, 
for the obvious reason that it wouldn't be going to somebody that I'm in a relationship with. But the other bit would be that's getting used against me. Yeah. I just can't believe like the bravado and stupidity of some people, men. People send them willy nilly. Yeah, send them willy nilly. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. It doesn't make any sense to me. No. There's too much at play. Like you might have the most beautiful sculptured amazing looking dick right that's not what it's about it's about (laughs) very good it's more about the fact that why are you sending it what what good's that gonna do well thankfully in schools now they get a lot of education don't they on don't send it once it's out there you can't take it back Mm. yeah you don't want to be sending those kind of pictures out. Anyway, Johnny Justice comes in. Hopefully the dirty little sex case gets a proper hiding. Yeah. Um, and Jane Judge responds, I'm not sure that's how the justice system works, but hopefully he gets caught soon. I think, I mean, I, I believe we've touched on this in the past, that vigilantism should be in place, in place for things that the police are a little bit too busy to uh, to take care of. And I do believe that this is a prime example. Yeah. I think the community should come together and give a, a flasher a hiding. Yeah. Do you think that's probably about, like in terms of vigilantes, that, that's probably about the, the top of the tree? Vigilantes, you've got to deal with the flashers. If he's abused someone, the police have got to be involved. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, unless it's uh, yeah, when it comes to sort of maybe sex sexual crimes, yes. Bike theft. Yeah, kick in. Kick in. I think vigilantism can be used for that. What other? Yeah. Uh, muggins. I think an eye for an eye there. Good kick in. <laughs> but I bet you, you have to be sort of. It can't be, I heard it was that person. No. It has to be, you have to be caught in the act. Yeah. And that's where, like, the vigilante, where if you're going to be a vigilante, it has to be, yeah, it, I, he was flashing, so I beat him up. Yeah. I wasn't, I was just in the trees having a piss. Well, sorry, mate, better off just pissing yourself. Now you've been beaten yeah. up. Yeah, well, why are you wearing that coat and nothing else? <laughs> <laughs> Such a giveaway. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, uh, he, he's carrying that old lady's handbag because he just knocked her to the ground and nicked it. Yeah, he gets yeah. a kick in. Pamela Perver ends the thread. Uh, does anyone know who this is, please, or have a picture? <sighs> Pamela. Dirty fucker. Pamela. What's her number? I'll send her one. <laughs> Absolutely. So there's a little uh, round the grounds. Next week. Um, I thought we'd break for Christmas. So we'll do one more episode before Christmas and we'll do a Christmas special, shall we? I'll try and find I'll try and find something Christmassy. Yeah. Like something that. about something about a turkey. Yeah, go on then. I just I know that last time we did a pod, you had a beef about Elf on the Shelf, didn't you? I did. Um, you've kind of ruined it for me now because I've become irritated by Elf on the Shelf. Good. Um, so thanks for that. Uh, but I would like to throw one back at you. 
uh, in my hate box at the moment is people who do winter bathing. Oh, what, the swimming, cold water swimming? You're cracking open a, 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 you know, an ice hole on the lake and climbing into it with their little hats and gloves on. Yeah, they can and then absolutely... posting it online. Yeah, 100% with you. Fuck off. But if you want to do it, why does everyone have to know? You're only putting it, you're only doing it so you can tell people about it because you can't possibly be enjoying it. <laughs> no. <laughs> also, what I have a, a, a thing about is that people that turn around and go, um, oh, I'm going to go ice bathing. And they, they wait until like, what, fucking Christmas to go and do it. If it's a tradition that they do it on Christmas Day, I get that. That's cool. Yeah. Right. But if you're going to do it like now and again, like you might do it here and here and then you like, I don't know, post it on Instagram or whatever. I'm not down with that because most people who are doing this that I see that don't post like old people, yeah. they're down there having a swim every day. Yeah. And therefore, when they're doing it on Christmas Day, it's not a massive ordeal for them because their body's already accustomed to the cold. So even if the water's like, I don't know, minus 20 or whatever, and they can get in there, you know, they've already built up to that tolerance. They don't care. It's like people who go for runs as well. You go for runs. Yeah, but I don't post it on Instagram. No. And the reason is because I go for runs on a regular basis. Yeah. But if I went just now and again, yeah, I'd probably post it because I've such low self-esteem. I'm a fucking loser. People post all sorts of shit on Instagram. They do, Neil. You're right. But ice bathing is my beef at the moment. Well, I'm with you on that. I'm with you. I don't mind people doing it. Just keep it to yourself. People do whatever they want. Uh, it doesn't hurt other people but don't post it i don't need to i don't care you got anyone in particular in mind you got any close friends that are um occasional ice bathers that you have a strong dislike for no that's a shame there's a few girls who i used to work with who used to go ice bathing and i didn't you know didn't really bother me but to, in her fairness, the one who organised it and was the in driver. her fairness, in her fairness, in fairness to her, she, um, she was one of the ones I spoke about. She'd start in like September and yeah. be down there Monday, Wednesday, Friday, okay, until until spring. That's good. And she won't post in shit that often. Whatever, boring. Yeah, well, what a what a way to end. Why don't you have a think Ooh. about? Um, let's have a Lee's gripe section <laughs> section, and next week you can let us know what else is upsetting you. All right. There's another idea that will fall by. Another idea that will fall by the wayside. Um, yeah. So next week Christmas special. Um, you got a Christmas hat you can wear for next week? Yep, I do actually. I've got one in the shop. Yeah, I'll wear one as well. Good. Well, look very festive. Um, but... hey? It's a cowboy hat. Christmas cowboy hat? Gay cowboy hat. Okay. I'll try and find a Christmas hat. Okay. 
Well, right. Well, until next time, then, Lee, you have a wonderful week selling your wares, your Christmas olive oil and fancy butter. And uh, I'll see you next week. Definitely. I'll be here. Bye. Bye. And that's the end of another encounter with the villagers. Hope your week isn't as stressful as theirs. And tune in next week for more Village in Crisis.